0: So we welcome you here in our midst. Do what you have to do here this morning. Say what you have to say here this morning. I make myself available to you, Lord. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. So the Word of God says to praise God. Psalm 72 says, Praise Him daily. Psalm 119, that is 100. 19 says, praise Him seven times a day. Psalm 119 again says, praise Him throughout the day. In Psalm 113, verse 3, the Bible says, praise Him... Well, even as the sun sh- uh, even as the sun comes out, praise Him. And he, to the going down of the sun, praise Him. So when the sun rises, we, are, we ought to praise Him. When the sun goes down, we ought to praise Him. God wants us to praise Him. Amen. God wants us to praise Him. Why does God want us to praise Him? He, he wants us to praise Him. Someone said, is He an egoistic God? Does He want to just sit there and say, praise me, praise me? No. Do, you know, sometimes we have have this this picture where God is sitting on this big throne and He wants your praises and He's not satisfied with just a little. And He says, no, praise me more. That feels good. Praise me more. More, more, more. And, you know, the more you praise Him, you think, oh, my God, what's happening? You know why God wants you to praise Him? God wants you to praise Him because He's not egoistic. God wants you to praise Him because He is interested in you. God wants wants you to praise Him because... When you praise Him, you tap into the reservoir of His power. You tap into that reservoir of His power. Because when His power shows up, things happen. When His power shows up, your circumstances change. When His power shows up, your body is healed. When His power shows up, your finances rise up. Amen. So God wants us to praise Him. God wants us to praise Him because He wants us to tap into His reservoir of power. God wants us to praise Him. God wants us to praise Him. So this morning we want to talk about the strategy for victory. And that is praise. God wants us to praise Him because He wants us to walk victorious. He wants us so much to have success. He wants to see His children blessed. And so that is the strategy of God. And we are going to talk about God's strategy, and that is praise. So God... Uh, Who is God? Who is this great God that we have to praise Him? He is from everlasting to everlasting. The Word of God tells us that He is, He inhabits, you know, the praises of His people, that's for sure. The Word of God tells us that even heavens and the earth cannot contain His presence. He is so immense. the, The Word of God tells us that He is infinitely benevolent. He is benevolent to His creatures. He is benevolent to you and me. The Word of God tells us that our God is from everlasting to everlasting. He is unchangeable. He is unchangeable. He is self-existent. He doesn't want, he doesn't need anyone to help him carry on. He is a self-existent God. He is a self-sufficient God. He doesn't want your praises, you know, that, you, he doesn't want his, your praises to, to um, fulfill his ego. But he wants your praises, for, he wants you to tap into his mighty power. Amen. And so, this God is this this God whom we serve, whom you and I serve, is the living God. He is infinitely happy. You know, He is infinitely happy. There's never a sad day with our God. He is infinitely happy because He's infinitely perfect. Hallelujah! He's infinitely happy, and that is why He says to us, "Rejoice." And again, I say, "Rejoice." He wants us to rejoice. You know why he wants us to rejoice? When you rejoice, he steps in. When you're sad, the devil steps in. And so he knows the strategy of success. He knows what is the strategy for victory, and that is praise. And so he wants us to praise him because he wants to see his children blessed. He wants to see his children going forward. Amen. So we serve a God who is infinitely benevolent, and he's benevolent towards his kids. He is infinitely just. He's infinitely right. He's infinitely kind. His, His name is love. And that is why we, you and I, have to praise Him. You and I want to praise Him. And so in the morning when you get up, the first thing you should do, you and I should do, is to start praising Him. Why? Because we are children of that great God. We are children of that mighty God. And so He wants us to praise Him. And because He wants us to praise Him, we have to praise Him. Amen? For our own good. For our own good. And so, you know, when, when we praise Him, even our attitudes change. If you get up in the morning grumpy, you know, you can do one thing. Start praising our God. He will uh, attend to your emotions. And from a negative emotion, you will start having positive emotions. Because God wants to see you blessed. Amen? And so, you know, when we praise Him, He, 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 he takes care of our emotions. When we start praising Him, you know, it encourages your own spirit man. You, when you start praising him, no matter what it is, start praising him in the morning. Start praising him in the afternoon. Start praising him in, in the evening. Start praising him at night. And see what he does with your life and my life. Hallelujah. Those things which were stubborn in your life, those things which you say don't change, those things will have to change. Those things I said will have to change. Because when God shows up, my dear friends, everything else has to go. Everything has to leave. That which is not of God takes flight. Amen. So God wants you and me to praise Him for our own good. The Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But you know what? Joy is ushered in by praise. You cannot say, ha, 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 and be grumpy and be sad and have a negative attitude, you know. But when you start praising God for who He is, Psalm 136 tells us, you know, the first part of the psalm tells us that that psalm, um, they, that those Israelites praise God for who He is. When you start praising God for who He is, automatically joy will seep in. You will realize that you're not alone in, on, on this earth. You will realize that your circumstances amount to nothing. When God shows up, everything changes. Amen? And so Nehemiah 8, 10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. Say, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Again, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. So the joy of the Lord is your strength. And how do you get joy? Start praising Him. It's like a switch, you know. When you switch on the light, when you when the switch is off, there's darkness. But when you switch it on, there's light. So how do you get joy? God, our God is a God who's infinitely happy, and He wants you to be happy. Say, He wants me to be happy. And so the way to get happy is to start praising Him. Amen. The way to get happy is to start praising Him. God doesn't want to see his children sad. God doesn't want to see his children sour. God doesn't want to see his children defeated. God wants to see his children happy. God wants to see them rejoicing because they know that their God is God. Amen. And so we have to rejoice in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this, you know, uh, so there are mighty benefits in praising God. And, you know, when we start praising God, we tap into his power, like I said. So we have never to neglect this strategy which is given to God to us. It's given by God to us. Never neglect the strategy of praise. Amen. No matter what it looks like, no matter what, what you're going through, start praising God. Amen, amen. We see this principle. We see this principle even in the Old Testament. It is God's strategy. So naturally, He started that, and so we see that in the Old Testament. We see it in Joshua. You know, the book of Joshua. When Joshua, before Joshua came on the scene, God was in. God was um, um, always talking to His people, and and you know they had a sense knowledge of, of God. They they would see God in a cloud. They would see God in in a pillar of light. And so they they went by their senses. When they saw God, they they knew God is here. But after the book, after Joshua stepped in, God said, you know, you've been babies for too long. Now I want you to come up to my level. And his level was his faith. And so Joshua had to learn now to walk by faith. And God then wanted to take, was, was, after Moses died, God chose Joshua and said, Now I want you to go into that promised land. Take my people into the promised land. And, he, and, and, and God was not going to appear to him in a, in a cloud or a, or a pillar of light. But he had to depend on the word of God. So just before he goes into that promised land, just before, as he he crossed the the river Jordan, there comes the commander-in-chief of the Lord of hosts, and that is Jesus. So the Lord Jesus appears to Joshua, and the Lord Jesus tells Joshua, he says, Joshua, I'm come to give you my battle plan. Now, these, are ra- these people were, ra- the, the Joshua and his clan were a tag army. They were no army at all because they were laborers in Egypt. And so they never had good strategy for fighting. So, But, but this commander in chief appears to Joshua and says, Joshua, I want you now to take my people to the promised land. And so the, the, the battle plan given to Joshua. By Jesus, who is the commander-in-chief of the Lord of Hosts, the battle plan was that Joshua, had, with his people, had to, sur- had to go around Jericho. Had to go around Jericho once every day, and on the seventh day, Jer- Joshua and his people uh, they had to go around that city on the seventh day seven times. And then on the seventh at the seventh time they had they had uh, these, they had seven priests with uh, trumpets and so these seven priests had to blow that trumpet, and the people were instructed by God to shout a shout of praise and so you know in the natural it would think what kind of a strategy is this? what kind of a military st- strategy is this? That God is asking His people to go around that those walls, and then on the seventh day shout uh, and blow those trumpets. Uh, and while uh, while in Jericho they had um, military, they had uh, an established military. Um, you know, they, they they were these military men were real military men. They they were not ragtag. And so while, these, while, while they were going around the wall, let me tell you that those walls were not just uh, single, uh, you know, those thin kind of walls. They were walls that were so thick that they could have two chariots right on the terrace of that wall at a time. And so they were thick walls. And so now this ragtag army is going around. Going around they obey the commander-in-chief of the Lord of Force, and they go around that that Jericho wall, they're going, they look so pathetic, you know, and the, 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 the Jericho army is looking down at them and wondering, is this military strategy? I don't see that. You know, they're so pathetically going around that wall in their, in their ragtag kind of clothes and, and going around it and and so the military are making fun and I'm sure they're enjoying at the cost of uh, uh, the people of Israel and then and then they say oh these people are no threat to us and they're laughing and enjoying themselves. On the seventh day ta- the time comes for them now to um, take uh, to, to uh, blow the trumpet and then to um, shout the shout of joy. They go around and as they come into the seventh uh, circle, suddenly, seven priests they blow the trumpets. Oh you know and they're wondering oh my god what's wrong with them and then they shout with a shout of triumph and the whole con- the whole congregation of the Israelites they shout and when they shout like praise God when they shout you know what happens? Those walls they come down Supernaturally, those walls come down. And, you know, it, it, it is said that under, the ground, under the foundation of those walls, give in. It opens up. The walls, they start sinking into the ground. And then the army, the Israelite army, has nothing to do but just go in and take the, uh, the land. So that is such a wonderful strategy of praise. It was given to them by God himself. What about, your, what about your Jericho? We talked about the Old Testament Jericho and how they got Jericho. What about your Jericho? You may be having, you know, a Jericho of healing. You may be having a Jericho of prosperity. You may be having the desires, the um, a goal, your goals. And, uh, you know, your dreams in that Jericho. And yet there are hindrances to your Jericho. So what do you do? uh, You know, we are New Testament saints. God has delivered us from spiritual darkness and now we are in spiritual light, isn't it? And we are supposed to walk victorious. But yet you see there are roadblocks and there are hindrances. So how do we overcome those roadblocks and hindrances to our Jericho? How do we overcome it? If it is if it is your Jericho of healing, if it is your Jericho of healing, it's simple. Do what they did. They stood on the word of God. They did not move. They were strong when when the when when Jesus told them the commander in chief of the Lord of hosts when he told them to to go around the um, the walls, they did. And when, when he told them to go around the walls, he said, See, I have given to thee that city. See, I have given to thee the king and that mighty army. He said to, he said to them, and they stood on that word, and they got Jericho. You and I have to stand on the word of God. The word of God for you and me is given to us in Second in Peter 1 3. He, the Bible says, He has given to you all things that pertain to life and godliness. If God had given to them Jericho, God has given to you your Jericho. Your Jericho's already given to you. God says, I've given to you all things. I said all things. All things that pertain to life and godliness. So you are given all things. You are given health. You are given prosperity. You are given uh, your dreams and goals and your desires fulfilled. It's given. So, what is stopping your goals and desires and dreams, your healing and your prosperity, are those walls, those roadblocks created by the enemy. So, how do you overcome those roadblocks? If it is healing... Take Isaiah 53. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. By his stripes I am healed. Say that over and over again to yourself. Go around those walls of hindrances. Say to, to those walls of hindrances. In his own self he took my sins in his own body on the tree. That I been dead to sin should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes I was healed. So what are you doing? in here, you sh- in hindrance, you stupid thing. Get out of my way. Right? You have to convince yourself of the Word of God. You have to stand on the Word of God and don't give in. And then rise up and start praising God that healing is yours already. Amen? So sickness and disease has nothing to do with you. It's time to take our Jericho. It's time to take back our children. It's time to take back our finances. It's time to take back our health. I said, it's time to take it back. Time to take it back. It's time to take it back. For too long, we as Christians have let the enemy do whatever he wants. No, we want to stand up and say no. Amen? Amen. You know, the Bible says, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him, for he is the health of my countenance and my God forever. He is the health of your countenance. These are not simple words. These are words filled with the power of God. These are the words God has given you and me to stand on that word and to declare it, and then start praising God for what is yours. Amen. I said it's time to take back our Jericho's. Amen. What about your Jericho prosperity? Why isn't it? Why is it taking so long? Why is there? Why is there a block? It's time, my people, it's time. It's time. Oh, it's your reasoning that has created a block between you and your reality. It is your reasoning. So let your reasoning go. Step out. Step out and see my word work for you when you start praising me. Hallelujah. What about your prosperity? What about it? Start quoting the word of God to those to those uh, um, uh, walls that are a hindrance to your prosperity. Start quoting that. And say to those walls, No, my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Walls, you have nothing to do with me. You go in Jesus' name. Start talking to those walls. And then say to those walls, God, you know, in, in in three John two, the Lord desires above all things that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. These are the words from the mouth of the living God, who never fails, and He never forsakes us. These are His words. And so, you know, you stand bold. You stand defiantly against the enemy and say, you enemy, you have harassed me too long. Now get out and say those words to those walls that are hindering you from receiving your your blessing. Say those words to those walls and then start praising God. Start praising God like the Israelites and see those walls sink into the ground and see yourself in possession with what is really yours amen you know what about your dreams your goals your desires why isn't it why is it not manifesting yet what happened the same thing you want to say greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world the greater one is in me I am more than a conqueror I conquered the situation in Jesus name amen you want to declare the word of God to that to those to those um, to those uh, walls You want to declare it, and then you want to praise God. Amen? Nothing is impossible with our God. We are dealing with a God to whom nothing is impossible. I said we are dealing, and we are children of a God to whom nothing is impossible. He doesn't know the word of impossible. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand what it is to be. He doesn't understand the word impossible. Because he's a god of impossibilities, amen. I remember, you know, when we, we went when we were when we we were ministering in Illinois as students, and then we went to this one. Uh, the pastors took us to a house, and this lady, she was she was um, dying of cancer. She was all blue. And she was lying on her, on her sofa, on that sofa, and she was dying. And her husband was so grieved and he was crying and he was so sad that she's dying. And in a few minutes or hours, in a few minutes or hours, she would be going. He, he, just, he was waiting for her to die. And these pastors, they took us there. Suddenly, we went and we didn't know what to do. We see her dying coughs she's almost dead. We don't know what to do. So we looked at each other, and then we started praying. And just then, Pastor Jay said, you know, I think the Lord wants us to just praise him. And so we started praising him with those pastors there, and the husband was sitting there at the side. We just started praising God. We started quoting Isaiah 53, singing it in song, and started praising God. As we started praising God and worshiping God, it it, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then half an hour. We just did what, what, what the Holy Ghost impressed Pastor Jade to do. And so we started praising God. And you know what? In about 40 minutes, this lady, she got up from the deathbed. She stood up straight, put her hands up in the sky, and started praising God with us. I said, that is the strategy for victory. So praise is a weapon given to the Christians, given to the body of Christ to overcome the enemy. But will we do it? Will we, will we believe it? Amen? If you would believe, the Bible says in John eleven forty, you would see the glory of God. If you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Amen? So we have to believe, and we will see the glory of God. Amen. I remember, you know, some some time ago suddenly I had a kind of a small lump showing up here. It appeared as a dot and then from a the dot it started growing and, and started looking all yucky and purpley and you know, size to do everything to cover my face. And so perhaps, One day, uh, I realized what what is this in my face? It's growing, and you know, it doesn't seem to uh, diminish in size, but it's growing in size, and it's looking really ugly and bluish and purplish. So, you know, I I decided, no, this is enough. This this doesn't belong to me. This doesn't belong to my face. And so I took authority over that. I commanded it to leave in the name of Jesus. And I commanded it to go right away in Jesus' name. And then I started praising God. This went on for about three weeks, praising God, just praising God, praising God. Every time I saw it, I kept praising God, God, this is gone, this is gone. One day it just disintegrated. And it fell off like powder. My family can tell you. And so when I showed them, they said, what happened? I said, it disintegrated. It just went off. Why? I use the weapon of praise. So you know when you use praise, hallelujah, when you use praise, your body starts mending, your your circumstances start changing, and God gets glorified. Amen. So we are on this earth, really. We as Christians, as we are, as the children of God are on this earth to glorify God. How will you glorify God? You have you and I have to glorify God in our circumstances. You and I have to glorify God in our bodies. You and I have to glorify God in our, in our lives. Amen? So, so never say, you know, this is impossible. No, with God, nothing is impossible. And when you take the weapons of the living God, those things have to be. Thank you for listening to this Word of His Power Church broadcast.